surreal. In breaking news podcast, listeners, we've just found out Toby's actually famous. I'm not at all. You are. I'm not. I'm not at all. But that was surreal. Very. That was good. very surreal. That's very so. good, though, isn't it? So, for the listeners of the podcast, uh, to, to sum up, Toby went to a gig three years ago mm-hmm. uh, and said to, and I'm guessing this is like a band that you idolised, you could say. Yeah. Yeah. And said to them, I'm in a band, here is the name. Mm. Go back three years later, A remembers you. Yeah. And B has listened to your song as well. Yeah. So, yeah. you must be over I mean, the moon. Yeah, we haven't listened to your songs. <laughs> we just pretend. I know. I know. It's cra- honestly, it's crazy. It was weird to think. Oh, I've come here to see you, but you now you've told me, yeah, in your spare time, it's on his playlist. Wow. I listen to and songs. And for people that are new to this uh, podcast, uh, what is the name of your band? Uh, 12 Hour Avenue. And the name of the tribute band is called Duncan? Uh, well, six hour cul-de-sac. That's, that's it. One. That's the one. Yeah, that's that's the one. Yeah. Um, and the big question that everyone's on on everyone's lips is Duncan mm. when's the new music coming from the tribute band <laughs> the new, uh, as soon as we you know lay something down <laughs> good and Toby when is actually new music coming uh, out we're recording our next two songs in January hey, so, hey. not until next year January's a good month I know I know January's a great month so kickstart um, the new year before we start <clears throat> because of Shona's suggestion oh could we just say who we are because That's Shona listens to the now. podcast she goes you should Tell everybody who you are at the start, because not everybody listens every week. So you have new people, thousands, tuning in every week to the podcast. <laughs> don't know who we are. No. Oh. Well, to- you're the host. Off you go. Oh, so Duncan Strip, uh, host of Monday Movies, Sunday Breakfast. And also Sunday a fun Breakfast. fact about yourself. Um, uh, four years of um, contemporary dance at RADA. <laughs> we need to talk about this. Really? Yeah. We'll come back to that in what? a second. Come back to that in a second. I never Toby. knew that. I'm Toby. I'm not the host. And uh, I don't see many movies. And uh, a fun fact... Oh, that's, that, that's my fun fact. I don't actually see many it's films. Not fun, not Toby. fun. Um, and All right, I get cut out of every film that I'm in. There you go. And, uh, that's yeah. the one. <laughs> uh, and my name is Luke. And I'm an alcoholic. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have a social life, and I spend my life here. There we go. So that's who we are, and you are listening to the Monday Movies Podcast. Welcome, one and all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome. welcome to you listeners and new readers. Readers? Yeah. We well, can read the... Well, yep, are you going to transcribe this? And might do. <laughs> yeah, okay. I get Luke to do it. He's got a life. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, now, Duncan mentioned that he's got three years of... Uh, four years. Four years, sorry. Of dance of training. Dancing. So you must be... On the dance floor, you must be the one to watch. This is the second Maybe. person that's fallen for this today. Oh, why would you believe that? I was about that? to say. I was about to say. <laughs> why would you believe that? I don't, I don't know. Um, so I was talking to Maddie earlier. I don't know. Um, from Huxley and Howe to talk yeah. about what's coming up on Drive Time. Yeah. And um, I said, oh, me and Duncan will be... Um, talking strictly. Talking strictly because yep. Duncan's got four years of RADA train- training <laughs> and I've got three years of ballet. Now, maybe the RADA training you could believe from Duncan. I've definitely not got three years of ballet. God, no. No. I couldn't even get a leotard on. Know. Buffet, maybe. Buffet, exactly. <laughs> not ballet. But Maddie and you have fallen for it, Toby. So. I know, well, I don't, I don't judge I anyone. Do have I don't a dan- judge anyone. I do have a dancer's physique, so it's an easy mistake <laughs> to make, let's be honest. Yeah. Moving on. Um, what's coming up on this very busy show? Oh, lots of stuff. Why? Uh, because we've got the box office top 10. Oh. We've got reviews of Zombieland Double Tap, Shaun the Sheep, Farmageddon, Official Secrets, and Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. Ooh. We'll also be talking to Harry and Mark Correct. from the Oakley, from, Court, from? Oakley Court Film and Memorabilia Fair. There's nothing like Thank that. You. When we went last year, can't believe that's a year ago. I know. Um, we recorded some bits in the car beforehand mm. and it spent about 45 minutes of Duncan just going, Oakley 
film and TV and memory. There's also some other hilarious stuff from <laughs> that we recording, can't which we should have to play you one day, Toby. Yeah. Okay. Quite yeah. funny. Quite funny, okay. yeah. But not suitable for broadcast. At right. all. No. At of course. No. So we've got all that. All that. Plus we've got someone sitting in from Bucks Uni to see ben, how it's done. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ben from the Bucks. Ben Bucks. Ben, ben Bucks. Ben Bucks from yep. the Bucks New Uni. Yeah. Um, good, well, Toby. I'm not going to bother sending you out for anything because you're late every week. Yeah, okay. this is your. You're not I'll allowed. Stay here. You're not allowed any food or drink. You have to stay here mm-hmm. and allowed to move from that seat. Okay. Done. Good. Excellent. But you so, have got to start the show. Oh, okay. Settle back, everyone. Oh wait, hang on. Before that, uh, later on we have yeah. a mystery voice. We do. And we're going to try Toby on our new game on yeah. Drive Time, which is called Search Engine Suggestion. Yes, it is. Hey. hey. Off you go, Toby. Start <laughs> the show. Welcome to Monday Movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, can I can I can I do another no, one? No, you can't. No, that, show. Oh, thank you. What? We're using that. On with the show. Uh, no. On this evening's show, we'll count down the top ten films at the UK box office. We'll have reviews of Maleficent 2, Zombieland 2, Shaun the Sheep 2 and official secrets. Uh, and we'll also be talking to Harry and Mark from the Oakley Court Film Memorabilia Fair. They've got another event coming up in November and we'll be chatting to them about that a little bit later. Uh, joining me in the studio, as usual, my trusty sidekicks, Luke. Hello. And Toby. Hello. What's he doing here? I mean, Toby's here at I'm two early. minutes past seven. It's crazy times. My other half will be thrilled. Why, is Toby his favourite part of the show? Yep. Really? really? Yep. Thinks you well, sound the best. Thinks you, yeah. yeah. Well, thinks oh, you really? Likes you. He has to oh, thanks, you. Luke. Luke. Well, Luke obviously makes you sound great. <laughs> Get off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but to be fair, he has to put up with you all the time. Mm. That is true. And He's I'm sick of the sound of my voice. Five so, days a week. Yeah. So. so the less I talk, the better. So, uh, I, I agree with everybody. Thank you very much. Uh, we're also joined in the studio by Ben from Bucks New Uni. Uh, other people may be joining him later, studying um, to how to put a radio show like this together. <laughs> <laughs> They've come to see this show. Yes, I know. The irony is not lost on me. <laughs> no, I trust know. me. Uh, but do you know Colin's is, on later, right? Yeah, shout hello, Ben. Hello. There you go, okay. just to prove that I'm not lying. No. Uh, but the good thing is we may hear from Ben because he's seen four of the films in the top ten, which, let's face it, more than is I've more than you two combined. Mm. Yeah. So we may ask for some opinions. Okay. Okay. So we will start with the countdown. Oh, no, firstly, housekeeping. If you want to get in touch, you can give us a call, 01494 on the phone or via WhatsApp. You can tweet us, we are at Wickham Sound. You can go to facebook.com forward slash Movies or email mondaymovies at wickhamsound.org.uk. <laughs> Correct. I thought double. I was going to get Correct. the hallelujah for that. No, not, oh. not yet. We're not, let's not use it yet. Okay. <laughs> so right. it's not finished. Okay, let's start then. Uh, this, where we start, where would you like me to start from? Where we normally, at the very beginning, because okay. that's a very good place to start. This week's number 15. No. No? Uh, no, I, do, I printed 15 <laughs> out, just ignore those. Okay. This week's... I'll, t- I'll tell you something I did watch that's not in the top 10. Oh, tell me, Toby. Oh, that's well, right. Nothing... While, while we're talking about the top 10, you tell us something <laughs> well, that's not in the top 10. It's, uh, I went to go and see the Metallica concert. Oh, that's this week's number 15, Oh, Toby. here we go, let's talk about number 15. Then. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. good. Hang on, the foot. we'll just start again. This week's number 15, <laughs> Metallica. Take Metallica. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank no, you. It was, it was good. The first one won a Grammy. The second one... Did it? Yeah. What, the film? Yeah. Oh, oh it, won, it, it, it won some award, yes. Interestingly, it's um, the distrib- distributor is uh, Trafalgar, which is the same p- people as the uh, Coldplay 
concert. Oh god! So then, you know, they've... how can you go from Metallica <laughs> to Coldplay? Just like that. Um, but no, what I was going to say is that it shows. You know, I expect this to be a very good film. It was. It was. They uh, they did a whole performance with the San Francisco Symphony, and um, it, made, it was wow. very theatrical, like mm. the whole the whole uh, film. But it was it was really really good. I think it's the most popular like rock film or something huh? like performance performance oh, okay. in rock or metal or something fair enough that's specific um what, what, <laughs> why out of ten but yeah it was good it was really good uh there was there was a bit so I think it was a little bit f- slight like fillery they were just it could have I don't know it could have been a bit shorter okay so uh, I'd say Seven. Seven. Seven or eight. Question. Tell me what you think about me. Yes. That's the most he said about any film <laughs> he's ever watched. That is very and true. And it's not even a film. No, I know. Um, this week's while we're here, number 14, War. No, what, what is it good War. For? <laughs> you know that song? Just for that joke. Uh, this week's... War, no, that's the Indian War film. It's supposed to be not very good. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Uh, number 13, It Chapter 2. Why we're doing these, I don't know. We're doing it so we can use <laughs> sound effects. It Chapter 2, uh, very good, but not as good as the first one. This week's number 12. Love music. Oh, no. Dora. 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 Yes, we should talk about Dora. Tell me why. You because love it's this. You're going to really, buy it on DVD. I'm going to buy it on DVD. Oh, it is to last really, episode. really... Thank you very much. That's OK. It's really good. Even if you've never seen the kids' cartoon, which I never have, so I no. don't know who Dora is, uh, it's really entertaining. It's really you've funny. Seen, you've uh, seen her advertised at least once. I've, n- I've never seen Dora the Explorer. Well, I don't. Why Did Dora you? come out when we were children? Yeah, Dora was around when we were children. I don't remember watching it, but I know who she is. Can I just point out that I'm 20 years older than you? So when I was a child, it was yeah, Scooby Doo. Oh, I love like, Scooby Doo. Yeah, I mean, was come still, on. And Tiz was basically, <laughs> tis which was. is coming back. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it is really, really good, and it's the only film in the top ten all year, I would say, that has got a song about how to poo in the jungle. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> what more could you want? Uh, this week's number eleven, Toy Story Four. We've said enough about that. This it's really good. It's out on DVD today. Oh, it's out today. Yes, it's out on DVD today. How much for four K? Oh, about twenty-four quid. But I think it was. But have you got a four K player? I don't. Oh, okay. He's just showing off that he listened to last week's yeah, show. That's what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, this week's number ten, Ad Astra. It's Latin. <laughs> it is. So this is the... Uh, it's Apocalypse Now meets 2001 A Space Odyssey. Uh, Brad Pitt goes into space to find his father, who's gone rogue, to, to kill him because uh, he's causing problems on Earth with um, sonic surges. Uh, so on the one hand, it's kind of a Ter- Terence Malick film, <clears throat> which is about loss and uh, family and stuff like that, which is really good. And then for some strange reason, they throw in a space monkey and a shootout on the moon, which don't go in the same film. No. So it's Why are there monkeys on the moon? Yeah, they're not. the monkey's not on the oh, moon. Oh, okay. The monkey's just flies floating around in its own <laughs> oh, spaceship with, with a space helmet on. Did it have a space helmet on? It I did. I didn't watch it. Oh, no, it wasn't you that watched no. it. Sorry, how stupid of me. It was Ben <laughs> well, no, you, you, it. Ruined, ben, you ben, ruined it for Ben, me, Sam, so Tim, Tom. Who, what, what was his name? Sam. Sam. It was Sam that had watched it. Yeah, no, sorry, it was I Tom. It was Tom. It was yeah. Tom. Tom had watched it, so yeah. Anyway, um, so it's half of a good film, but it's very ponderous, and it's got a terrible, terrible voiceover all the way through. Do they just monkey around in it? <sighs> Moving on. This week's number nine... <laughs> The Lion King. Uh, we've said everything we need to say about this. Well, there was we? news on that this week, though. Elton John, not a fan. Didn't like it. He no. dissed it. He agreed with us. And why wouldn't well, he? Well, what, what did he say? He, he said he didn't like it. So he didn't like it. That's they said, it. They re ruined it, basically. <laughs> the music like was terrible. He said it lost the magic. Yeah. Ben, ben Wait, has on. seen it, though, haven't you, Ben? Ben, come, come and tell us what you thought what of it. What did you think what of did you think the of, film? In, in short, precise terms, what did you think of The Lion King? 
wasn't as good as the original. There you go. There you go. Summed up that's, in one. That's what we need. That's what we need. Precise, preciseness. preciseness. There we go. Not as good as the original. True. Uh, it's very true. This week's number eight of the day shall come. Uh, I'm glad that it got in the top ten. It's obviously not going to stay there for another week, but this is the new film from Chris Morris. This is his second film he made, uh, Four Lions, four years ago, uh, which was a comedy about Islamic um, bombers. Sounds like an oxymoron, but it's not. Yeah. It's very funny. Uh, this is about someone slamming a door constantly behind us. It's my other half. <laughs> That's what it is. Well, you're used to that sound. Mm, yeah. um, this one is about uh, the way the FBI manufactures terrorists because it's easier to make a terrorist and arrest oh, them you about this last than week. to actually find the real terrorists. Um, it's not as funny as it needs to be. It should have been a lot funnier. Uh, there's not as many laughs as there were in Four Lions, but it's still very entertaining and kind of scary. Yeah. When you think about it. Uh, this mm. week's number mm. seven, Turandot. Very good. Is that right? It's an opera, you ah. know. Yeah, so this oh, is the uh, Met Opera, which is based in? The America. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you did a bit. I did a bit of opera there for you. The New York. Uh, the, the New York. The New, the New York Met, yeah. So yes. this is another one of the... Um, which is good. I'm, you know, people say, oh, why are they on at the cinema? But, you know, A, you can't go to the New York Met every day. Unless you've got a helicopter. And even if you go into the opera in this country, it's expensive. Yeah. So this is a nice way for people who like opera that can't afford the tickets to go to the opera when to, I work to see it. So at the cinema, they've sold out. Yeah. Every time. And I would imagine, you know, when you go to, you know, opera, you have to dress up, you know, quite smartly. I'm not sure people do that anymore. Do they not do that anymore? I'm sure they do it, like, the, the opening night. I feel like you still have to. I don't think. It's the opera, you, you know, you've got you to gotta dress up. So I couldn't go in jeans and a T-shirt? No, I don't think they'd even let you in. They've, they've well, regardless seen, of what I was wearing. <laughs> they've seen you coming. <laughs> they've heard about you. Duncan Strip, he's the one off Monday movies, isn't it? Yeah, don't let him in. Really? No. I didn't know that. You have to be, what, suited and booted? I, well, you always had to, you know, you always used to but be. But then you used to, to go to the theatre, you used to well, have to dress up. that is true, Back yeah. in the 1950s. <laughs> that is also <laughs> true. The times have changed. Have they? Yes. I still go in my suit when I go to, th I went to the Avengers in my suit. Did you? Yes. It was a suit of armour, though. <laughs> it That's was a completely suit of different. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, this week's number six. Hustlers. Hustlers doing really well. It's um, it's a, basically a cross between Magic Mike and the Wolf of Wall Street, but with a female protagonist, and a mostly female cast, about a group of pole dancers and strippers who uh, rip off a load of bankers after the 2008 financial crisis. Uh, it's really good. It's very entertaining. Uh, it's based on a true story. Um, and Jennifer Lopez, as I say every week, looks like no 50-year-old woman should look. That is true. Wearing dental floss. <laughs> Because that's basically what she's wearing. That is true. Well, you, well, you I've got to stop saying basically. I keep listening back to the podcast, and that's the one word I keep re repeating. Basically. Mm -hmm. mm. Why? Is Why do like I keep repeating it? Word or it's something? like a filler word. People have filler words, don't oh. they, on the radio? When you, you, you use a certain word to <laughs> shut up. <laughs> you use a certain word to sort of fill time when you're thinking of the next word. Basic. See? <laughs> and I was going to say... Oh, we, was, need, I, we need a little... I was going to say basically. Do we I need a basically, basically button? Yes, yes. We need a basically okay. button. Like a uh, <laughs> so that's Hustlers. Uh, basically, at number five. <laughs> Downton Abbey. Now, uh, spoke to Ben about this before we started, and he said, there's no point going to see it because I haven't seen the TV series. Well, you don't need to. No? Because it makes perfect sense. I mean, it helps if you've seen every episode, obviously, because you know who all the characters are. But you get to know them within the course of the film, and it's it's like a big warm hug of a film. It's really nice. It's Every character is given its, uh, its fair crack of the whip. Uh, all the famous faces have come back. There's no-one that's been left out. No-one refused to come back. And there's some extra people in there, like Imelda Staunton turns up as the Dowager's cousin. Uh, it's just really nice. 
It's just really it's nice. Just it's really, just, just really, really, really nice. nice. Now, I know that's damning with faint praise to say a film <laughs> is nice. But it is nice. It's, so what is it? Basically nice. Basically <laughs> nice. Thank you, Toby. Uh, this week's number four, Judy. Judy, Judy, Judy. So this is about the uh, time in 1947, no, 60-something. I don't know, should have researched that. When <laughs> you Judy, film, right? yeah, I know I did, but I don't think they mentioned the year. When Judy Garland comes to, um, uh, to England to play six weeks um, residency at the Talk of the Town, because in America she's homeless, she was living in a hotel and they've given her room away because the bills aren't being pay- paid. She can't afford to look after her children, so she's told if she comes to England on her own without her kids... Um, She'll take up a residency at the talk of the town and that will give her the money she needs. And it's, it's quite a sad story because you know that six months after going back to America when she'd finished, she actually passed away at the age of 47, which is really sad. Uh, it, and it's a, it's a lowish budget film and it's, it shows in places, but it's made up for by a fantastic performance by um, Rennie Zellweger. She really is very good. My mum, uh, my mum's friend saw it and said it didn't focus... Po- like on the positive side and the exciting side of being in that industry rather and it focused more on the negative and yeah you wouldn't watch this and think oh do you know what I, I fancy doing I, I that. Fancy being a singer <laughs> and stuff like yeah that. but yeah so it didn't focus so no. much on the exciting and it does focus side. on the time when she was a kid uh, in the studio system and she was doing the Wizard of Oz and they would give her um, pills to keep her awake so she could do the long working yeah. hours and they uh, Louis B Mayer basically turned her into a, a drug addict I, I, I think I said this when it first came out. How long Deep it? stuff. <laughs> when it first came unlike this programme. Um, it's been out for two weeks now, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, when it first came out, I said, you know, so people were tweeting going, could you imagine if they were still doing that now? You know, they would never get away well, with no, it. Well, no, you can't do that. No, now, exactly. Obviously. That's what I'm saying. They, no, you would never, this sort yeah. of, you know, highlights what yeah. they were doing. And there's one scene in a, in a diner where they're doing a photo shoot in a diner mm. for The Wizard of Oz and the young Judy Garland's sitting there with Mickey Rooney and they bring uh, hamburgers over and she goes to take a bite and they say, that her assistant rushes in saying, no, no, you can't, you can't eat any of the burger. Have this pill. Right. That will stop you feeling hungry. So, yeah, that's what, that's what they did to her. So, very sad. Yeah. But it's a good film. Uh, the musical performances are really good and she's, she's just excellent. Oscar nomination, I would say. Do you think so? Yes, I do. Uh, Although she obviously shouldn't get it because she's doing an impersonation. uh, As you know, there should be a separate category for best impersonation. uh, That email still hasn't come back from the... I've mailed the Academy (laughs) and nothing so far. I think they've blocked you. Uh, This week's (laughs) number three, Gemini Man. So this is a film that's been about 20 years in the making. Loads of different directors uh, have given given it a crack and nobody got to make it until Ang Lee came along and decided to film it in... um, I think it's 120 frames per second. I said last week it's 60, 60. but it's it's 120 frames per second, which means means it's heightened realism. So the way people describe it is instead of looking at... Instead of seeming as though you're looking at a film, it feels like you're looking at a window. Right, Okay. And you're looking at something happening outside a window. Fair enough. Um, Which is fine. I mean, we don't get to see it like that here because we haven't got those kind of screens to show it. Although it does look a lot clearer here than most of the other films. It will improve it. It does improve it. Um, The problem with it is it's very boring. Um, The script is absolutely appalling. The young Will Smith looks, as we said last week, more like someone who came second in a Will Smith lookalike contest than actually being a young Will Smith. And the advertising for the film is all about him fighting his younger self, isn't it? The posters show the two of them. The trailers show the two of them. Yeah. And yet it takes about 45 minutes before the young Will Smith actually oh. gets into the film. Which is, you've, you've shown him. In all, why are you waiting that long? That is very silly. Yeah. Um, and it's just not very good. No, I've not seen any good reviews about it. 
Mm. Ben, have you seen it? No. No, No. he's not going to either now. (laughs) Um, For for this week's number two, I'd like to hand over to Toby to uh, to read out. Sure. Oh, okay. Toby, what is this week's number two? This week's number two is Abominable. Very good. Abominable. Hey, there we go. Abominable. Yes, Abominable. So this is the new DreamWorks animation, which is being banned in why is uh, it being banned? China and I think Malaysia have now can't pronounce banned the name, it. Or is that why it's I banned? can pronounce yeah, the name. Yeah, you're the only one no that problems. can't. All right, fine. No, because uh, I haven't read it, but apparently there's a map that is geographically incorrect oh. to some of the Asian countries. So a lot of Asian countries are refusing. Uh, to show the film, which is quite strange. Uh, it's it's a it's a nice enough film. It's about a, a yeti trying to find his way back to Everest, helped by a young girl and her two friends. Some of the scenes are, are gorgeous. The scene of the uh, the field of yellow flowers turning into a sea and a tidal wave is really nice. Um, but you know, the yeti has magical powers. The girl turns out to have a, a violin that has magical powers, and it's just all a bit odd. Could you imagine if everyone got upset about we 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 would have no films if we got upset over maps because always the United Kingdom's are like. A squiggle. It's never yes. like the proper shape, is it? No. No. I'm just saying. <laughs> Didn't know you cared. <laughs> very much. And New Zealand keeps getting dropped off of maps. Yeah, I know, <laughs> That exactly. was in the news the other day. Apparently a lot of very important maps. They just forget to put New Zealand I on. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> I've, I've just seen a, a photo of the map and for some... They, I don't know if it's incomplete, but there is just sort of just dots of lines just with missing stuff. They've made it quite obvious that they've missed things. Uh, what in the Asian in, area? In the, yeah. well, the thing is, it's co-produced by an Asian, uh, a Chinese company. So, so you would think you would think they know what they're doing. They would know what they yeah. were doing. But okay. you know, anyway. Uh, and this week's number one, Joker. Toby, over to you. I love this film. I need to go and see it again. Uh, and it's it's very much darker than I thought it would be. It's um, it, it really does it, it really plays with your mind. I think because you, you're the whole time the whole time you're watching it, you're trying to figure out is this actually happening or is this what he wants to happen and um yeah i thought it was i thought it was really well shot um and the acting was absolutely incredible and it's yeah i think it's a very current it covers a very current um topic at the moment which is mental mental health um so i i really enjoyed it i need to go and see it again but i I thought it was much it's a much deeper film than you think it's going to be sorry who is this that's toby has, what's happened to him? In I know. Two I don't years know. Good, was it? That professional, was professional, insightful, <laughs> marvelous. But it's 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 funny because my sister went to go and see it and she hated it. She said, "Are we talking about the same film?" And I said, "You obviously don't get it. You obviously didn't." Yeah. I don't think it's for everyone. Can we just go and let him do the rest of the show? Yeah, we we might as well. Yeah. Yeah. If only he watched every film. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great. He'd be out of a job. Uh, but Ben here from uh, Bucks Uni is a bigger expert than any of us because he has seen Ben. How many times have you seen Joker? Six times. Six. Quite times. impressive. So, what are your thoughts? I'm uh, guessing you like it. <laughs> I hate no, it. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been good because I saw it six times. Um, I think his performance is about as good as, you know, as the Joker is about as good as Heath Ledger's performance. But, you know, it's a bit hard to compare them since they're so different versions of the Joker. And, yeah. I think it's great, but it's like a standalone film, and there's no sequel going to be made for it. 
I think there'll be a sequel. Yeah, I think they... It's going to take over a billion dollars. Yeah. They'll make a sequel. They'll, I don't know how they're going to... Whether Joaquin get... Phoenix will be in it, I don't know. But they, they, Warner Brothers will not allow this to go no. without a sequel because it's made so much. It's going to be the best, the biggest box office 18-rated uh, film of all time. I don't know how they're going to work it in, though. It's been very interesting. <laughs> Jared Leto tried to stop... Oh, he's very upset. Isn't yes, he? he's very grumpy. Annoyed. Yes, he's very annoyed. Well, they, they, because I see, I think he was saying he. Sorry, Toby. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Toby was saying, was saying you're not sure. See, I think most of it is in his imagination, right. and, and the end of the film is him killing the therapist, and that's just what the story he's been telling the therapist. So I don't think you know the killing of. Um, one of the main characters towards the end. Mm, I don't think that's actually happened. It's a very, so very it, good point. Sorry. No, gonna, Toby, you go first. Sorry, just very, very on, quickly, Luke. Um, I saw a thing on Facebook. You've done research? Someone, <laughs> well, no, I basically, I was, I was scrolling through oh, Facebook okay. and I saw it, so it's not, I, I wouldn't really count it as research, but someone's noticed all the clocks are uh, at exactly the same time throughout oh. the whole film. Ah, they, so that no. might be something to do with... With the time, yeah. <laughs> I, shall, I shall look at that when I go and see it again. Mm. Uh, anyway, that is uh, the top ten films at the UK box office for this week. Coming up, we should be talking to Harry and Mark from the Oakley Court Film and Memorabilia Fair. Close enough for me. This is Wickham Sound. Welcome back to Monday Movies. It is 24 minutes past seven. Luke, Duncan, Toby, Ben, the whole gang's here this week. It's fantastic. And joining us now from the Oakley Court Film and Memorabilia Fair, we've got uh, friends of the show, Harry and Mark. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, Duncan. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, you've got another event coming up. Do you want to tell us uh, when and where it is? We have. So on Sunday the 10th of November at Oakley Court... We have the third Oakley Court Film Memorabilia Fair. Um, the first one was in October of last year. We then put another one on in February of this year. And now we have another one on the 10th of November. So can't wait. It's, gonna be, it's been a really good one. And we've got some, some good news and some exciting news with, with some of the guests who are attending as well. OK, now for people who, who may not know what a film memorabilia fair is, just in general terms, what can people expect? Well, we've got... Um Dealers and memorabilia sellers selling film posters, stills, stuff from the films, uh, props. Um, one of the uh, big names who we've got coming again is a guy called, and he's just confirmed today, is somebody called Lee Took, who's special effects. He was the apprentice to Ray Harryhausen, <laughs> and he's worked on a lot of films such as uh, the Sinbad series. Sinbad, uh, Warlords of Atlantis, uh, The Da Vinci Code, uh, The Sea Wolves, um, but he's probably most known for being the protege to Ray Harryhausen because he was one of the model makers on Clash of the Titans. So he's coming, that was confirmed this morning. He's bringing a lot of screen used props and they will be for sale on the day. So they could make an ideal Christmas present for somebody. Oh, you got any idea what what props they are? Is he going to surprise not, not you sure. on the day? Um, he he he's having a look. Uh, we know for a fact he's going to be bringing some bits from Clash of the Titans, but what we don't know yet. Medusa's um, head would be nice. It would, or the sword, um, or, or the shield. Uh, so so we'll see. Uh, watch this space. Okay. Uh, other people that you've got uh, this year. So uh, is it Dacre Stoker? So Dacre Stoker. Dacre Stoker is the great-grandnephew of Bram Stoker, the author of Dracula. And Dacre, in his own right, is an author, he's a historian, he's an actor. Um, bit of a bit of an all-round, shall we say, 
entertainer where it comes to anything gothic and anything horror. He does guided tours through Transylvania. He's literally just come back from one recently for there where he takes you to what is believed to be the original Dracula's castle. And he's also got a new book coming out which just come out in paperback which is called Dracul, which is the preview to Dracula. And it's currently on the, uh, I think it's on the bestseller list at the moment out in paperback I so actually, i actually saw it in tesco on saturday so did yeah. i <laughs> so did i and he's um he's really excited about coming he's never been to oakley court before and he's really really keen to see where the hammer films were made where a lot of the horror films were made and how it ties into obviously his um his Relatives. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. Uh, so who else? So, um, also, he's doing a an interactive presentation. He is. What you what, know, he what, is. So, so what? What Dacre has has, has done is he's created a Q and A and an interactive presentation all about Bram Stoker and Dracula. Um, so it's going to be the the situation that uh, once Dacre has done meeting and greeting and signing and selfies, he'll then be doing a uh, a Q and A and showing his presentation all about Transylvania. Uh, Bram Stoker and the history of Bram Stoker. Um, that is all included in the the ticket price, um, and it's a real scoop for 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 ourselves, for, for Mark and, and myself to get Dacre to come along because, as Mark said, he doesn't do this sort of thing very often, and and we're very very fortunate that, that he's decided to uh, to to engage with ourselves on this occasion on the tenth of November. Excellent. So who else have you got? So we've also got Graham Humphreys. Um, Graham Humphreys has been a, a long-time supporter of the Oakley Court film Memorabilia Fair. Um, Graham's also commissioned a, a poster that's going to be signed and numbered. They'll be for sale on the day. Uh, Graham is known for um, Nightmare on Elm Street. He, he did the poster design for that. Was he there last year? He I was. He was, he was there, yes, yeah. yeah he's the one who wears always the, the loudest shirt. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and the... Uh, and, and the miraculous uh, sideburns. Yeah. Um, and then Graham's also uh, just published a book called Hung, Drawn and Executed. Um, so there'll be some of those books for sale on, on the day as well. Um, but, but Graham's a good guy and, and he's an established artist in his own right. So, uh, so he'll be there as well. And interestingly, you've got uh, Andy Ellis, who's going to be doing walking tours around the uh, Oakley Court. Well, in all the previous fairs that we've done... Everybody really wants to see the house as well. And as you know, when we first come in, we wanted to set it up so that it wasn't just a standard film fair where you come along. We wanted people to interact with it. And Oakley Court is the ideal venue for that. And with Andy, his hobby is film TV locations. He knows everything about Oakley Court. You know, he told us that the pillars on the door to Oakley Court is where a particular scene was filmed in Brides of Dracula. And so we're going to use Andy's knowledge. He's going to take people round. The fountain in the courtyard is where they filmed a scene from the Hammer film, The Reptile. The gardens go right down to the Thames. So he's going to take people down there where it was, where they filmed uh, the Medusa touch. So which was Richard Burton. So he's going to take everybody... Again, all free of charge, all included, and is going to be running an informal tour, pointing out these locations. Idea of, if the weather's nice, fantastic. Well, Photo crossed. shoots and everything. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, and also, I believe, you've got Excalibur auctions are going to be there. So yeah. kind of like... Um, 
antique <coughs> roadshow. Yeah. If yeah. people have got something they think is interesting or a, a, a memorabilia from a film, they can get it valued. Yeah, so Excalibur Auctions started on the journey with us um, at the get-go. Um, they're going to be there on the 10th of November, and it encourages people to bring along anything that they may find under the bed, um, a film or music-related that they want to have valued or an evaluation put on it, or if they want to consign. Um, Excalibur Auctions hold auctions at the Village Hotel out at Boreham Wood. Um, I think the next auction coming up is on the 9th of November. Um, and they would be more than happy to sit down and talk to people about their collections or single pieces that they may or may not want an evaluation on or to consign to, to an auction. Excellent. And for people thinking I'm not interested in horror, it's not just horror memorabilia. No, is it? no, it's it's across the board. It, it's yes, Oakley Court is renowned for horror, and it's what everybody associates with. But it's for movie memorabilia enthusiasts. If you want to get into the collecting, if you want to buy some posters, some black and white stills, some programs, campaign books, scripts, they're all going to be there for sale. We've got dealers who cover everything books, DVDs, hard to find, um, even VHS tapes, there's going to be dealers there selling it. It, it's, it, it should, we, it should, it won't, I won't just say it should be good, it will be good. We, we've done two now and we've learned from everyone so we know what people want from the fairs now. Well, me, me and Luke went uh, last, last year. I can't believe that was a year ago. I know, it was a year ago. We did, we did uh, a li- uh, not a live report, but we reported <laughs> we, we were from, there. We were live there, obviously. <laughs> yeah. but it didn't go out live. Because that was the one even when the guy had flown in from Finland. That's, That's right, right. That's yeah. yeah. So you had someone who flew in to Finland just to just come to that to, event. Just to come to just the, for the event. Do, yeah. do, do we know if he bought anything? I mean, no, he I, did. I, I mean, I think he bought quite quite strongly from numerous dealers. Um, but and we, I think when we were talking to him, one of the main reasons he came was because of where the fair was being exactly, held, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. If you'd have been holding it in a church hall somewhere down the road, it probably wouldn't have held that as much interest. But no. the fact that you're in such a historic building that, you know, is rele- relevant to film fans, yeah. that makes it a lot more yeah, attractive. Yeah, very much so. We've actually got somebody coming, flying in from Texas who's already contacted me to say... Uh, can they come to the film for and how do they go about doing it? So if someone's coming from Texas, they're going to be. Do, in does London. that mean? Does that mean he's got something? In, is there something that he definitely wants? I just think he wants to come and have a look. He's always he, he's bringing his wife. He's always wanted to see. Uh, he, he is American, but he's, he's he's a huge fan of of Hammer, and he's always wanted to see where Hammer was filmed and where Hammer was done, and he just found out about it online just through i think it was social media i think it was facebook just found about this and it's tying in with he's coming over to see some friends who they met on a previous holiday and it the dates work so he he's coming down on the sunday um he wants to have a good look i can imagine these people just come with an empty suitcase just in case if they buy something massive i mean the other thing is is because of the historic nature of oakley court because of the film uh, and all the filmings and Hammer and Bray Studios next door. Maybe it's the case that sometimes feel slightly cautious just arriving at a hotel to see if they can get away with having a little walk around mm. to see where they can see where various films were made. With the Oakley Court Film Fair that myself and Mark put on, 
that's embraced. So, yes, you can turn up and, and come in and, and meet some special guests and buy some signed books and buy some memorabilia or have some memorabilia evaluated. But at the same time, you're allowed to walk around the hotel and you're also allowed to, to join in to one of the, 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 the guided tours that, that Andy's doing. And the free talk from Baker. Yeah, so so it's 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 not just oh let's just spend an hour here. You know, you, you can spend a good couple of hours there, and then at the end of the day, you can have you know you can go to the bar, have a drink, have a bite to eat. Um, so what we've tried to do from from the get go is, is to create an event that's a day where people can enjoy it, which is something a little bit different. It isn't your normal memorabilia fair because there's a lot more value to it than that yeah. and uh we were there last year and we saw some i mean it's not all expensive stuff there's, no, there's, there's no, stuff for no. every price bracket you know if you want something but, for a pound yeah. a dealer will have something for a pound if you want something maybe that's four figures another dealer will have that yeah we, we saw quite a few bits of pieces that were very expensive and very nice yeah. uh, do, you, do you have any idea what the most expensive item that was sold last year was I think last year one of the dealers had a Frankenstein wasn't sold it? a Frankenstein and, and and that that was a big ticket item. I think it was I think two and a half thousand. Yeah. We we were standing at someone's stall uh, just before doing an interview. Just before doing an interview, waiting for him to serve a customer, and a guy bought a poster, and I think it was about five or six hundred pounds. Yeah. He looked thrilled. His wife was with him, <laughs> looked mortified yeah. that he was spending five hundred pounds on a film poster. But and, and is there anything in particular that to look out for at this year's? Is there any big? The other thing we're going to do at Oakley Court is we're also going to be putting on a, a mini exhibition of British iconic fil original film posters. Mm -hmm. That's more of a viewing um, experience. Um, so, so we're just starting to collate that to put that on. Um, we will be having a, a Get Carter. Yeah. We will be having an Ipcris file. There will be Carry On Screaming. Um, the best carry-on film. The exactly, carry -on. exactly. There'll be rock a horror. Um, there'll be some what we would know as as the sort of the kitchen sink nineteen sixties. So things like um, Kez, um, Taste of Honey, that those sort of posters. Okay. So iconic British posters, which will be just a small a small working exhibition. Um, we do have something else in the pipeline, but we can't really mention yeah. that at the moment. Oh. But if we do, then you'll be the you'll first be the to first. hear about okay, it. Cool. I, I was hoping they would confirm today, but they just can't okay. commit. But, right. but that's well, good. let us know as soon as you know. We, yes. Uh, so this takes place on the 10th of November. It does. And it's at the Windsor Suite at the Oakley Court Hotel. Yep. That's on Windsor Road in Windsor. Um, prices are £25 for standard entry, plus you get a poster. Is that the poster you've kind yes. of given us today? Yes. Which yeah. is very, very nice. Thank yeah, you very much. Thank you much. Uh, £10 for standard entry or £15 for early bird entry. Uh, are tickets available on the door as well? On yes. The day? Yeah, yeah, on the door, or you can also purchase them online and you can also get more information update information on the Oakley Court film memorabilia Facebook page as well I'd okay. like to say under 16s of students can come in for free why, why so, do students get everything for <laughs> <laughs> everywhere you go best. now you see big signs saying 50% yeah. off for students why it's not and fair and we're also running a family ticket for 20 pounds so if somebody's got three or four children then um, they've only got to pay for the adults. Excellent. Okay, so that is the 10th of November, the next Oakley Court Film and Movie Memorabilia Fair. It is. Uh, Harry, Mark, thank you very much for joining uh, us. Lovely. Thank Thanks Duncan. again Thanks for the again. invite. Thank you so Cheers. much. Thank you. This is Wickham Sound. Okay, so we have some uh, film reviews. Yes. Where would you like to start? Let's start with a secret. Shh. 
so Official Secrets. This is new film from Oscar-nominated um, Gavin Hood, who made Totsy long, long time ago. Uh, this stars um, Kira Knightley as Catherine Gunn, who was working at GCHQ in Cheltenham when she came across oh. a... I live around the corner from there. Three years. Excellent. <laughs> good, good stuff. There you go. Right, hang on. Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> Toby lived in Cheltenham. Um, she's doing translation from Mandarin into English when she comes oh, across. I didn't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, wait, kidding, wait. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know some Mandarin. Ni hao. Is that? That's that is hello. Excellent oh, stuff. Yeah. That's for nice. all our Mandarin speakers out there. She's, she, is, she is playing Catherine Gunn, a real-life person, who uh, came across um, a memo that was sent to everybody which basically said that uh, the American government wanted to put pressure onto a lot of other governments in the UN to force through an amendment to a rule which would allow them to go to war in Iraq. And without the other governments uh, say so, um, the, the war in Iraq would never have happened. Uh, she gets found out and she gets... Um, charged with treason basically and for breaking the official secrets act she goes to respect uh, the the um, legal company that uh, deals with human rights um, issues issues that's correct where she is taken on as a client uh, by Rafe Fiennes here's a clip my motive was to stop a war and save lives I failed what I've managed to do is put my husband's future at risk and your own in fact, by leaking information to try and stop a war, I'd argue that you chose loyalty to your country over loyalty to your government, your marriage and yourself. You had nothing to gain and everything to lose. I think that speaks rather highly of you. Part of our job is to try and anticipate what the prosecution's going to throw at you. Some of the people we meet are looking for attention, a way to elevate their humdrum lives. Well, I'm not. No, I don't think you are. Sorry. There's nothing to be sorry for. We're here to help. Kira Knightley, Ray Fiennes in a scene from Official Secrets. So it's a true story. Uh, so if you're if you're up with the news, you'll know what happens at the end. So it's no giveaway to say that the she didn't go to court because the government balked at the last minute uh, and didn't charge her with the crimes that she was accused of. Um, so. There's one really good thing about this film, which is surprisingly Kira Knightley. Oh, okay. Who is really, really good. She gives a really good standout performance. Everything else in it is just a little bit meh. Oh. It, remember, what was it, the, the film I said the other week that reminded me of the last episode of an ITV Wednesday night drama? Can't remember. And we'd missed the, the first ten episodes oh. or something. Yes. It's similar to that. This this feels like an ITV drama. The production design is quite shoddy. The locations they use just don't look realistic and the supporting characters are just terrible they're st straight out of i mean they could have got you toby in a support no role, they, they would have they right. just cut him out um but they're just like stock characters the policemen are all gruff unsmiling you know and it's like they've picked characters from the 1970s or the 1980s mm. it feels like you're in the 1970s or 80s when in fact you're in 2013 when this takes place but it doesn't feel like that it feels very very old-fashioned so it's a really interesting story a really good central performance in a, quite a shonky film. And it's a shame. Out of ten. Oh, four. Four. Ooh. Because, mainly because of the supporting characters, which I thought were just so badly cast with people who, you know, you could have acted better, Toby, and I don't think you're probably a very good actor. <laughs> Thank just, you. Just for new, new listeners and other people in the room, Toby uh, acted and was cut 
from uh, a Harry Potter film, yep. uh, from Rocket Man, mm. and possibly and Doolittle is out mm. in January with Robert Downey Jr. Fingers crossed, Toby, <laughs> that you're in can it. Can he get a hat trick yeah. or can he get in one? Oh, I really Don't want you, I want you to be in it. So do I, but it's, really... it'll be so quick. It's better than it's like an action You'll scene. still be in a so film, quick. though. Yeah, you can still mm. say I was in a terrible, oh, yeah. terrible film. Have you seen the trailer for it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's not good. Um, Did you hear him speaking on mm, set? I was going to ask you. What oh, accent so is that? when you were on set? Oh no, sorry. No, no. no. So I was in an action scene where he. Of course, you were talking. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure what accent. No, so, he's doing. yeah. When I watched no. the trailer, I was going to ask you actually. I think he's struggling to do English. Uh, no, no, and no. Sherlock Holmes. Is, I can say he he can do English. He can do English very well. Well, it's not it's not another foreign accent that he's doing. It's no, definitely definitely English. English. Perilous journey. Sorry, is that what he says? Is that kind of what he says. Know. Yeah. Oh. Let's move on. Uh, Zombie Land double double triple tap. <laughs> what a silly title. Zombie Land two double tap. So this is the sequel to surprise surprise Zombie Land Zombie Land, which came tap. out about five or six years ago. So it is kind of uh, the sequel that nobody asked for. Nobody was asking no. for a sequel to Zombie Land. Uh, yet they made one anyway. So it follows the same four main characters uh, a few years after the first film. They're now living. Um, they've, they've graded all the zombies in, into different categories and you get them all listed this is one of those films that has lots of text coming up on the screen in, in funny, oh, you must in have hated funny that. ways why you, that just sounds like something you would hate yeah and people no. are there many people in there <laughs> yes there are people in there but I didn't mind it uh, uh, they meet a new girl but the two girls that are living with them have had enough and they decide to go on the road because they want to go to Graceland and the two guys have to go and cross country to chase them and they all end up in a place called Babylon which is like a little commune that everyone's set up where they don't use guns and obviously they get attacked by an army of zombies. Uh, um, do you know what the poster reminds me of? What? Uh, Walking Dead. Well, I think it's supposed to. I think it's taking oh, okay. the proverbial out of <laughs> The Walking Dead. And they do mention, there's a scene in the film where Jesse Eisenberg is uh, lying in bed reading a Walking Dead comic. Uh, and he says, that's disgusting, that's horrible, throws it over the side and said, but totally, totally unbelievable. Um, so nobody wanted this sequel. Uh, and yet it kind of works because the laughs are quite funny, although it does feel like a series of sketches on Saturday Night Live oh, really? that have been strung together. But they're quite funny sketches. And the main four characters, Emma Stone, Jesse Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson and Abigail Breslin, are all really good. And they make it enjoyable. And they're obviously having a blast while they're making it. I'm not sure where this is going. Out of ten? Well, I've got a six. Because it is wow. quite pointless. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't. <laughs> wow. Do, I've just heard they're going to bring, bring it up. Yeah, it's quite uh, good, but it's pointless. I just heard they're going to put that on the posters. It's Duncan. quite good, but it's pointless. Zoe Deutsch is really good as the airhead blonde bimbo Barbie, but she's pointless. <coughs> she's very funny. <laughs> they're all they're all just pointless. It's kind of a Basically. pointless film. <laughs> nobody nobody wanted this film. No one's been crying out for a Zombieland sequel. Uh, so it's, one of my it's friends. A, says. That's who. That's who the film's for. That's that's who. So for. it's just a surprise that it works as well as it does. What's your friend called, Toby? Uh, Jamie. Well done, Jamie. This film's for you. This it's pointless. Don't it's bother. Pointless. <laughs> don't bother. No, do bother because it is. It is entertaining. Okay. And if you like the first one, you will like this one. Mm. All right then. Um, All right. Let's move on to uh, Maleficent. 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 Now, can we please pronounce this film right? Maleficent. It's Maleficent. How did you say it in the Maleficent. promo? In the promo, I said Maleficent mm. by mistake. Maleficent. It's, it's oh. not. It's Maleficent. Maleficent. And that's how they. Because if you look at it, who pronounced it? The Maleficent. It's M A L E F I C. And in the film, they call her Maleficent. I'll get her. Anyway, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, sequel to Maleficent. Surprise, surprise. This 
picks up a couple of years after the first film left off. So we actually left the last film discovering that Maleficent wasn't evil at all. She was just slightly misunderstood. Oh. Probably hormonal. Um, <laughs> it happens. Uh, so we, we, we open this film with both of the lands living quite happily together in peace and harmony until uh, the princess played by... I've forgotten who plays her. Who? Who's the young girl? I can't remember. Anyway, the young... Mm -hmm. Yes, Elle Fanning. She decides she wants to marry Prince Philip. Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be creepy. Uh, who lives on the other side. So they have to go to uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, who is the Queen, they have to go to her castle for a sort of dinner, for a meet and greet. It all goes horribly badly. Angelina Jolie storms out of the window, a, cl a closed window, <laughs> oh, okay. uh, gets shot down by one of Michelle uh, Pfeiffer's guards, plunges into the ocean, where she discovers, surprise, surprise, she can swim. there is a whole new world... world. Oh. Of people with wings, her um, her race in the that, ocean that have been there. She goes through the ocean. They take her out into some caves. They've been living underground so for that, years so because they've been persecuted. So this is Aquaman. No, it's not underwater. <laughs> oh. She goes underwater, but they take her out. Stop it. Oh, okay. Question. Tell me what you think about me. Would you say the water is better in this film? Oh, than the water Aquaman? is unimportant. <laughs> stop, wind, stop winding me up. The water is completely unimportant. So there's a whole race of her people that have been living underground because of persecution. Do they have a name? They probably do. I lost the will to live trying to think about it. Um, so Michelle and Michelle Pfeiffer wants them all gone. So Michelle Pfeiffer is the evil one. So the um. title of this film is a misnomer because Maleficent is not the mistress of evil. She's actually the good person in this. Michelle Pfeiffer is the baddie. And, and then they go to war and they have a big war. And guess what? They all live happily uh, ever, ever after. It's a Disney film, of course it's they a do. Film. So. What's wrong with this film? What's, I don't know. What's wrong with this film? Guess what? The script. It's pointless no. <laughs> because no one was asking for a sequel to Maleficent. That is true. Um, the title's wrong. She's not the mistress of evil. She's actually quite a nice lady. Um, the special effects are quite shonky. Oh, really? I mean, Steve, some of the, Steve, not on Steve this one. wasn't working on no. this one. Some of the special effects, and none of it looks real. You know in Marvel films with the special effects, you still think... Yeah. It's, it's grounded in reality. Nothing, none of this looks like it's grounded in reality, especially the three fairies, uh, played by Imelda Staunton, Leslie Manville and... Juno. Juno Temple, thank you very much, who are the weirdest... And I can't remember if they looked like this in the first film. So they're tiny little fairies with the, the, char the, the actresses' heads, but the actresses' heads look like they've been cut out from a piece of paper and just stuck oh, on so some animation. Terrible just CGI. Looks terrible. Yeah, yeah. Really, really bad. Uh, the saving grace of the film is Michelle Pfeiffer, who's having a blast as the evil um, stepmother. So she is really good. And, rather like um, Jennifer Lopez... Looks fantastic for her age, because she's over 60. Weirdly, and I don't know if they've done this because of spoilers, but Michelle Pfeiffer isn't on the list of cast. Well, she is on IMDb. Oh, OK. No, that's fine. Going back to the special effects. Shall we? Because um, it's a kid's film, they might have just thought, ah, the kids won't mind, it looks a bit weird. Well, that would we'll be, save money. That would be all Disney films, then, surely, yeah. wouldn't Yeah. Oh, I don't know, maybe they had a time... They were. They uh. They need to get it done quickly. I don't know. Possibly. Anyway, it's it's shonky. It's shonky. Oh, okay. Uh, Out of ten. Three or four. Wow. Oh dear. And it's quite dark for a kids' film. And this is aimed at sort of younger kids. This is quite dark. The battle scenes are quite um, gruesome. Uh, there's a lot of deaths. PG. Uh, it is a PG, yes. Mm. Um, but yeah, it is a PG. It yeah. is a PG. But it's just all a little bit pointless. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. It's interesting because. It's this not, week's it's word, not that pointless. Yeah, pointless. So basically, pointless. <laughs> pointless. Um, I'm surprised that Disney have never done a universe with all their, like, with the queens and the... Um, How dare you? The, 
<laughs> Lead role, Duncan. Oh, um, no, with all the sort of evil queens, the good queens, I'm surprised they've never done anything proper with their live action films. Well, maybe they will. Maybe, maybe, they, maybe, maybe they're they building. Will. Maybe they're building. A a shared, you mean a shared universe? A shared universe. You want, that's the, what you want. The, the D, D, U, D, the C, DCU. Yeah. The Disney, Disney Cinematic, Cinematic Universe. Universe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Get on it, Disney. Get uh, on it. Shall we end with the, the favourite film? Shall we end? Yeah. Shaun the Sheep. Shaun the Sheep, Farmer Shaun Gordon. the so Sheep. So this is a nice and short 84-minute <laughs> nice. film. Uh, a, 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 a spaceship crash lands at Mossy Farm. Uh, the space little alien comes out and gets lost in the farm, uh, be, gets befriended by Shaun the Sheep at the same time as the farmer decides that, oh, this is good, I can make a load of money and turn this into a theme park, alien-themed theme, theme park called Farmageddon uh, to make Great enough money name. It, to make enough money to buy my brand new combine harvester because that's what he wants where Sean Sheep and his friends have to get the alien back to his spaceship so he can go home there is no dialogue in this film at all can we have a clip? <laughs> no way but here's a clip Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Hilarious. That is Sean the Sheep, the movie I have no idea what just happened in that scene. The strange thing is, nobody nobody speaks in this film, and yet the pizza delivery boy (laughs) is played by Joe Joe Sugg. Well, no, you say that, but Sean the Sheep is played by uh, Justin Fletcher. Who's he? If you have kids, (laughs) then you'll know him as Mr Tumble. But if you might recognise him if I show a photo of him, but he's quite, you know. Oh, I know him. He's in Balamora, isn't he? No, I don't think he was. But okay, he, good. No, you're thinking of Archie. He wasn't Archie. Um, but <laughs> no, he, you know they've got some quite big names to play. Maybe yeah, I know, going, which is pointless because it's just people going. I did it in the promo. <laughs> I could have done it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, this is uh, basically it's ET. It's an alien crash landing and has to find its way back to a spaceship. But it references everything from Jaws, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 2001 A Space Odyssey. So kids close, are going to get this. Close, They're gonna no, get the kids references. don't need to get that. That's the point. That's just for the adults. Uh, close Encounters of the Third Kind. And it is really, really funny. It's, um, it's short, it's sweet, uh, and it made me laugh out loud. All right, what so you actually you liked like? it. I actually liked it. I thought. Oh, it when was... you said there was no talking, I thought you didn't like it. It's a kids' film. Of you course, he loved it. There's no talking. I, I don't think thought. I said it like that. Did I? Did I say it like that? <laughs> like that? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> um, Sometimes I wonder why I bother. <laughs> you know, we knew that you were going to love this. His well, favourite no, film I, I, so I, far this year is Dora the Explorer. Yes, Out exactly. Is it a good seven for this? Oh, wow. so Joke is yes. my favourite so far. No, no, Dora the Explorer isn't my favourite <laughs> film of the year. It's oh. just up there. It, it's in my top ten at the moment. Yeah. What, Shaun the Sheep? No, Dora. Dora. Oh. Keep up, Toby. So it's been a long Monday. Thank you. Now, Colin is here somewhere, isn't he? Could you just grab him? Because we need to know what's coming up on Chatsworth and at 8 o'clock. what he had for dinner. And what he had for dinner. We're fast running out of time. I mean, I don't know what's so interesting out there. His guests. Well, Oh, I see. He's His talking. Guest. He's got guests. He's doing oh, a production. Actually, we, had, we, we had, had guests, guests, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that is just about it from us tonight. But coming up after the news at eight o'clock, Colin Bersley will be here with Chatsworth. Colin, good evening. Who is on your show this evening? A very good evening. I'll be chatting to um, Simon Owen, who's a stand-up comedian and compare from Full Frontal Comedy, which is um, back the first week in November, which apparently is quite soon. I thought very November, soon. <laughs> November was a long way off. No. no. Silly Christmas, Colin. Frightening. Um, Eleven so Mondays. Yeah. Till Christmas. How many? Eleven. Go away. Sorry. 
That's not many, is it? I know, I know. Better do some Christmas shopping or something. <laughs> and then a little later on, we'll be speaking to uh, Richard from the Potter's Arms ahead of uh, his upcoming comedy nights as well, including the first one, uh, first n- the next one, which is the 31st of October, which again is quite soon. If you say that's, 31st of October, that's sooner than November. That's our birthday. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Brexit Day, Halloween, I mean, as it's now called. B-day. It's all happening on the 31st. No, it's our birthday. That's more, much oh, okay. more important. Excellent. Join us from eight. Oh, hang on. No, important no, question. Oh, no, I was yeah. going to ask. Oh, you yeah, going to yeah. I have not forgotten Come the most on. important question of the week, Colin. What did you have for your dinner? Uh, pork loin steaks, jacket potato, and some veg. How lovely. I pork make loin you, steaks. Makes me feel quite hungry. Does it? Pork yeah. chops without the bone, essentially. I was telling uh, Luke, there's a new programme coming to Channel 4. It was unveiled at MIP in Cannes this, this week, uh, where four families who are all uh, meat eaters are given... One's given a baby a calf, one's given a baby sheep, one's given a duck... I thought you'd say baby no, one's, <laughs> one's, no, a cow, a pig, a sheep and a chicken. They're all given babies. They have to live with them for, I think it is, six months six or months, something. Yeah. And at the end of that six months, they have to kill it and eat it or turn vegan. That's a new Channel Four show. Everybody. <laughs> Talking of things being That's re- what the world's annoying. come to. Talking of things being released tonight uh, at two o'clock in the morning. Thanks, America. Uh, the last ever Star Wars trailer for the uh, Skywalker saga is out. Two fifteen. Stay up and watch it. Ooh. We'll wait till tomorrow. Exciting morning. and good TV out tonight on uh, Sky Atlantic. Watchmen. The film wasn't great, but the oh, TV series is okay. supposed to be very good, and that, that starts good. tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Colin, Star Wars you know, go out tonight as well. How exciting. Uh, Colin, <laughs> Colin, thank you. You can, go back, you can go back to your guest oh, now. Thank, thank you, you very much. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks, Colin. Oh, that's it for this week. Oh, that was quite a show, oh, wasn't that it? That was quick. Um, now we need to know what we're going to talk about next week. But I Duncan, you, yeah. what are we going to talk about next week? Well, I'll be back oh. to talk about <laughs> Terminator Dark Fate, and we'll also... Yes. Problem is with that you know film is really, it. really quickly. You watch the trailer, you know exactly what's going to happen. Well, you know, you He'll do. You do know what what, what happens. Possibly. It shows also, everything. Also, the new horror film Countdown and the new. They've done a film about Countdown. No, it's about a killer app oh, on your oh. phone. Of course it is. And the new animated version of the Adams Family. Very good. Thank, thank you. you very much. But nice. uh, that's it, Toby. Thank you so much, Duncan. Thank you for being on time. <laughs> that's okay. It was very much appreciated. It won't happen again. I'm sure good. it won't. <laughs> no. uh, Luke, thank you for doing all the whatever it is you do. Duncan, thank you. Thank you to Ben for sitting there quietly. And Ben now knows how not <laughs> to do a radio show. So take that away with you and learn. <laughs> um, yeah, we're back same time next week, seven till eight Monday. Movies talking about mostly Terminator, Dark Fate. I'll be back on Sunday, of course, for Sunday oh. break. Breakfast 8 till 10. Fantastic show. Tune in. Why don't you? You might like I it. I might do. Yeah, why not? I doubt it. You're listening to Wickham Sound online, on Radio Player, and on 106.6 FM. Well, that was busy, wasn't wow, it? Wow, how did we get that all in an hour? Hey, hey, hey. Great interview techniques, I thought, from me I there. thought that was very good. I mm. thought well, that was quite distracting, the fact that I noticed halfway through doing the interview that my microphone was turned down and you only turned it up as I was about to speak. Yeah, I so had to. So I think to. a lot of my questions... No, 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 they were, they were audible. <laughs> were they? But... And do you know what? <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be like that. <laughs> there was, it was just too many microphones, too, too, many, too, many, too people many people were close. People. It was, yeah, it was... Mm. Nice of the boys to come in. That was very nice. Nice yeah. to see them again. Yes, nice to um, see them. Always nice to see them. And if you 
want to find out when's the when's, when's the 10th event? of November yeah so if you want to find out more details about Oakley Court Film and Memorabilia Fair it's in the description below this podcast yes. or you can go to vintageposters.co.uk talking of vintage posters yes. they've given us a poster they have given us one of their specially nice. commissioned posters which is very nice yeah mm. yes um, thank you th- very there we much go. Um, should we do mystery voice first let's do mystery voice sure. oh wait no before that we have to say hello to the Stubbs family oh yeah um, Dave and Michelle Dave and Michelle alright mm-hmm. how you doing Dave get out of my pub um, now you last fit Michelle last week oh, that's <laughs> am I not allowed to say your mum looks fit well it's a bit weird for me to hear that isn't it okay sorry Michelle uh, <laughs> you don't look fit <laughs> And, that's, and that was your son. And that, that was your that. son telling us yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> oh, and you, apparently this is three. Weird. So we had guesses about what your. Si- we thought you had one sister. Yeah, no, I, I have three. three. I have three. What, is one of them called Delorean? Dolores. No. Dolores. Sorry. No. So what are their names? Olivia. Oh, nice. Imogen. Oh. Nice. And Alexandra. But, oh. Posh. But but it's it's Lexi, Liv, and Emmy. Money. They are from Gerard's Cross. Money, money, money. Yeah. So what, what are they shortened down to? Lexi. Livy. Liv. Liv. Livy. I like Lexi. That's Imi. good. No, don't. No. I, ne- I never. I call her Alex. Oh, okay. Just to know. But she's like, all my friends call me Lexi. But I'm like. <laughs> Sorry, she's 12. <laughs> she she's like, older than me. Did she talk she, like that, she baby? camp boy. What? <laughs> poor, poor old Lexi. <laughs> See, I like her name because my middle name is Alexander. Is it? Yeah. So oh. is mine. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. What's yours? Alan. (laughs) (laughs) Is it actually Alan? That's a fat man pub name. (laughs) (laughs) How dare... Fat man pub name? <laughs> I'm not saying... one of those? <laughs> I'm not saying you look like that. I'm just saying right. that's what it sounds like. Alan... Duncan Allen Strip. That's actually quite nice. Duncan Allen Strip. Hi, I'm Duncan Allen Strip. It yeah, yeah, it works well. I think that's quite posh, actually. Yeah. Alan. Hi, I'm Duncan Allen. So I'm Daz and you're Taz. And I'm yeah. Lad. You're what? Luke Alexander Davis. Lad. Lad. Oh, lad. Yeah. lad Daz Taz. Lads on tour. Lad, lad, lads. Anyway, hi to the tubs. Hi to the, the tubs. tubs. <laughs> Sorry, the tubs. We're just, we're just fat. Yeah. <laughs> we just, we just I eat imagine, everything. I imagine them eating their foie gras and stuff like that and just getting huge. <laughs> Dear. Um, hi to the tubs. No, I don't think that at all. I think you're very posh. Uh, are, they, are you a posh family? Would you say you're a posh Do you family? have a driveway? Yes. Do you have a chandelier anywhere in the house? <laughs> no. Do you have a big staircase? No. Do you have a swimming pool? No. Does any of your rooms have an ensuite? I have uh, an ensuite. Posh. Uh, <laughs> mine doesn't. But no. My mum and dad's do, yeah. Um, and the spare room. <laughs> <laughs> but no one wanted the spare room because it had an ensuite. Is that guest room? Uh, well, my sister's sleeping in there at the moment. How many rooms out. have you got? Oh, How many bedrooms? Good question. Uh, seven. Seven bedrooms. <laughs> well, hang on. They're posh. Let's think about it. So, parents. Either that, or he's living in a YMCA. <laughs> it's <laughs> sorry, six. Sorry, six. Oh, How... I've just said. Oh, that's sorry, fine. Six. You're not posh. Well, hang on. Sorry. Let's think about it. So, parents, yours, your three sisters. That's mm. five, mm. And, and the guest room. room. Yeah. Have you? Well, you have got utility room. You said bedrooms. Yeah. Yeah. Have you got a utility room. Yes. Oh, How many bathrooms? Oh God. Uh... The fact that you have, you have to, to think, think about, about it. it. I mean, like three. About three. three. I don't know. I get lost in the hall. I have no well, idea. We, yeah. I've got two. Yeah, about three. About three. <laughs> Double. About three. Who, who who doesn't know how many bathrooms they've got? Which wing of the house <laughs> is the right, bathroom well, in? Do you have a well, wine cellar? No. Okay. Well, mum and dad's room is an ensuite, but obviously I never go in there. Right, so hang I, on. Of course I, you don't. I, I, <laughs> 
don't say it like that. Oh. Of course you don't. <laughs> so Toby has given us all his personal details, and we're now looking at his... Uh, well, first of all, say. the gravel road with tree-lined it looks, drive. It looks nothing like that now. It still looks... Fr- I it's mean, gold-plated now! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, first of all, this road is gravelled. Uh, it's got trees along it. Look very nice. The apple trees? No. Is that no. a private road? Yes. Yeah. It's posh. Um, uh, now, there's looks like there's a little garage outside. No, that's where the servants live. <laughs> <laughs> oh. There's a garage. Uh, there's a nice garage. He's got two entrances to his drive. It's very nice. Oh. How many entrances to your drive do you have? Just How long have we spent talking about Not me. enough. Far too long. <laughs> Not enough. Yeah, far wait, too long. I yeah. can't wait to be invited round for a like, I know. house Christ- party. Oh, you something. won't be around for Christmas. No. Oh. <laughs> anyway, lovely house. Lovely well, house. Well, we can't Thank see you. it. No, it's behind trees. I can't take any credit for it. I didn't earn it myself. Did you not build it? No, no, no. of course not. Well okay. done. Anyway, that's good. That's fascinating. That's fa- Shall we do a mystery voice? Let's do that. Yeah. Okay. So um, I know who it is. Duncan knows who it is. So good luck, Toby. Okay. Um, Duncan said to me, "Oh, oh, you won't get this." Because, that- I, because I talk like a muppet. <laughs> <laughs> you won't get this right. right okay okay so good luck toby Thank not you. getting this quite easy one what is government accountability for illegal acts i think it's even more obvious the second time round. she's nothing to do with the government or politics no just but no. listen to act i think act acts. is the giveaway what is government accountability for illegal acts uh one more time one more time what is government accountability for illegal acts <laughs> i don't know why no, I'm wrong. I'm definitely wrong. Okay. The, the, the girl who plays Ginny in Harry Potter is... is, is no. 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 Who is it? She's a pirate. Oh, Keira Knightley. Well done. Yeah, now. Yeah, I can hear it now. Yeah. Just one more time again, if now you've, now you've yeah. heard it. What is government accountability for illegal acts? It was the act. It's... Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought, oh, there, that's on. not... That's not the easiest... Set. There's probably a different line you could have used which would have made it easier. Yeah, but. Duncan. I didn't want to make it easy. I want to make it difficult. Moving on. Uh, so that is um, Kira Knightley. Mystery Voice. Um, yeah. We have a new feature on Drive Time uh, okay. that we've been sort of developing. Uh, it's been in um, A&R. What's development <laughs> called? A&R? Is it not A&R? What's no. development? A&R is a music thing. What is A&R? It's a A&R, A&R is A&R like is a where rock. you go and search for, you go and watch bands. So and what's then the if you A think and the good. R stand for? And res- is it something in research? What is A and I think R? so. I can't actually remember. How bad? Can we Google that as well? A and R. Stands for Artist and Repertoire. <sighs> there you go, yeah. Okay. Um, so we have a new feature on... Let me explain this because you make it sound so well, hang on. bloody let's, complicated. Let's do the legacy of it first. So uh, in the drive time program that's going out at the minute, we talk about air ballooned and then uh, Duncan randomly put into Twitter what comes after air balloon on autocomplete and it made it was very funny that's why it's made it to the program right, right. so I've been thinking let's work this into a feature somehow and Duncan said on Friday oh this would be a great feature and I went I know I've been working on it so we had a pilot on Friday it was alright and we've done it today on drive time it was alright it was alright so okay. here's Duncan with the official rules well, you've got, well, so he types in three or four words into Google mm-hmm. or the search engine of your choice ask Jeeves if you want to <laughs> Um, and then you have to try and guess what some of the six autocomplete suggestions that Google comes up with are. Right, okay. Do you understand? Yes. What did I do earlier? Was it just how long? How long? Okay, well, it's different answers. Oh, so there you go. That's okay. good. So how you can many, how many guesses do I get? Uh, we'll do five each because they're different ones that you had. Okay. And we're, uh, no, sorry, how many are we trying to get? So we're working as a team? No, uh, no we'll just oh. do the top. I'm not a team. One, two, three, four. We'll do the top six. Okay, so it's how long? So we've got five guesses and we're trying to get six yeah. answers. 
Right. Okay. Off off you go. Toby first. What, what, sorry, what's How the word? Long? How long? And that's a police car. How long? Uh, how long is time? Hilariously, that was one that from earlier on, earlier, but yeah. not on this list. Uh, oh. How long is an elephant? <laughs> no. Okay. Toby. How long is a piece of string? No. I said that and it's oh, not there. It's not on there, no. How long is the Channel Tunnel? 25,000 miles. That was his guess on Saturday. Someone at quiz, how long is the Channel Tunnel? His guess, 25,000 miles. I meant metres. <laughs> he didn't. He actually said it twice to me, miles. <laughs> Obviously, he thought they dug the other way round. <laughs> to which we said, why haven't they? Yeah, they could have done. Yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, how... I'm trying to... Uh, well, I'm trying to think of like a general... How long does it take to travel around the world? No. How long is the Joker? No. Oh, that was one earlier. It was. How long does this go on for? No. How long is 24 hours? No. There was how long is a millennium earlier. How long is a century? No. How long will I live? No, you've run out. Toby, one left. How long till Christmas? It's on the bottom, but not oh. on the six, so you get a point for that. Um, how long... That's, uh, so, by the way... Really like that game. It's a good game, isn't it? Yeah, I really Thank like you. that game. Uh, how long does it take? For what? Oh, come on, that doesn't count. How long lyrics? How long lyrics? Oh, There's a song, song. Right, okay. How long does it take to get to Mars? How long Charlie Puth? Right. Song. How long to boil an egg? And how long does it take to get to the moon? And I just right, seen so planets, eggs, and Charlie Puth. Sorry, the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> the new reality show from Channel Five. <laughs> I do apologise. The Joker movie was on there. Thank you. Oh, that's only because you saw it earlier, though. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. Oh, right, yeah you so. should have done a different one. <laughs> Cheat. Um, <laughs> but I have to say, can we play that every week? Posh yeah, we can. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. What did you say? Posh git is posh what we said. Hey, look, I'm probably the least posh out of my family. So, I'm yeah, but out of the know, three, they probably don't talk to him. <laughs> They probably There's always he comes one, up, isn't there? All right, Mum, all right, Dad. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake, Toby, speak properly. <laughs> but we didn't spend fifty thousand pounds on that education for you to talk like the bin man. Where <laughs> What, Kanye West? And that was your dad talking. Yeah. Somehow he's gone camp. <laughs> um where did you go to school? Was it a post uh, Eaton, darling? <laughs> no, no, I didn't go to Eaton. I went to Cambridge. Um, <laughs> no. Buckhampstead. Oh. oh. And then Claire's Court. Claire's Court? In Mainhead. That's a posh school. Mm. It is. Is it? I think so. I don't think it is. Anyway, I'm bored of this now. Okay, um, good. <laughs> um, so, uh, that's that's the end of the podcast. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, thank you. What's coming up? Ne- <laughs> what's coming up? <laughs> All right, you robot. <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> what's, talking of robots. What's that? What, are you taking a look at me? <laughs> What did I do? I don't know. I don't Tom, know. I'm in a very weird mood. It's like I haven't eaten in a very long time, and I go weird when I haven't eaten. Get, like, oh, hungry. <laughs> here we go. Talking of robots, what's coming up on next week's show? Uh, we will be reviewing Terminator: Dark Fate nah, and possibly the Adams Family. Thank you. Um, Duncan, where are you yeah. going? Um, uh, I'm off to the sports centre now. I've got some climbing training because in about two weeks' time, I am abseiling down the shaft. Are you? <laughs> wow. Uh, Toby, what are you What are you off to? I'm going to get a hot air balloon to um, my house. And, uh, uh, because uh, that's how the posh <laughs> travel. And as we know, is it worth it? 
Who? Oh. No one knows. Uh, after this, I'm going to go um, scuba diving with sharks. Okay. Nice. Um, that's the end of the podcast. Oh. Goodbye oh. now. See ya. Uh, don't forget if you want to find out more details about the Oakley Court Film Memorabilia Affair, uh, they are in the description below. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to a podcast from Wickham Sound. To find out more, head to wickhamsound.org.uk.